0: I do not wish to re-record
1: this. (laughs) (laughs) Giving the game away. Not quite. Hello, and welcome to this episode of I Hate Your Movie, where two guys recommend films to each other, and hopefully they like them, but probably they don't.
0: We need like a better tagline, I think. We do need a better tagline, (laughs) we need to
1: come up with something that's more... Yeah, snappy.
0: (laughs) But maybe, but they don't, but they might, but...
1: I've always wanted to say uh, where two guys inflict films upon each other. That's not bad. Yeah, this week we watched the A-Team 2010 film starring Liam Neeson, Bradley Cooper and some other people that (laughs) nobody knows. (laughs) It's a very good film, I think. I recommended it. Uh, It's got 6.7 on IMDb, which is pretty good. And 48 on Rotten Tomatoes, which isn't very good. But I think that's fair.
0: (laughs) I feel like that's Rotten Tomatoes. That's not that bad. No? No. I feel like Rotten Tomatoes usually goes more negative and IMDb goes more positive than it should be.
1: Do you think like people on IMDb are like film fans, so they're more respectful, but Rotten Tomatoes is just like, no hate me?
0: Well, I think IMDb is more general audience. Okay. And Rotten Tomatoes is more the critic.
1: Oh, you think?
0: I think so, yeah. Well, Well, I was thinking the opposite. Yeah. In my experience, IMDb seems to give movies way higher scores than they deserve. And Rotten Tomatoes usually seems harsher to me.
1: Whenever I hear of like review bombs, like people review bombing things, there's always on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's true. So this film had a budget of 110 million and it made 177 million.
0: So it probably didn't make its money back because of the promotional stuff.
1: Yeah, potentially. That's the one reason they didn't make a sequel. It's Mm. because it didn't make enough money question is, what is your one-sentence review?
0: Too silly to be serious. Too serious to be silly. Okay. (laughs) It's kind of that middle road, which I hate. (laughs) Let's call it the Independence Day middle road. We're going to put some silly stuff in, but not too silly. And we're going to put some serious stuff in, but not too serious.
1: I think there's some things in this film that are too silly.
0: Yes, it's not the best example of that. Mm -hmm. There is very charming... Silly things in there, but not enough.
1: I think there is. I think it has a fine balance.
0: It didn't dare to be silly enough, I feel like. You think? I think the best example of that is at the very end, very, very end, where they start playing the A-team theme. And then they don't go all the way. And then they just start a generic action rock song. (laughs) (laughs) I felt like the creators were a bit self-conscious of the silliness and like try to dial it back a little bit.
1: I see what you're saying, but I think it's more instead of just dialing back the silly, it's kind of like paying respects to the TV series and dropping in little hints there and there. It's like Easter eggs. You don't put Easter eggs front and center. Mm -hmm. You just drop them subtly here and there.
0: Um, That didn't feel like that to me. I told you that day that I have a headache. Okay. This movie gave me that headache. <laughs> <laughs> Very frustrating, especially the editing. Oh, God. Which, okay. we, oh, my God. It, I hope you noticed. that. No. bet, oh, my God. We'll get into it. This was, like, the worst edited movie I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: Okay. So, the film starts in Mexico. Yes. For some reason. It starts with Liam Neeson. He's tied to a chair, and he's getting beaten up. Yeah and they tried to shoot him with his own gun because if they tried to shoot him with their own guns, it would have fired and ended the film pretty quickly. Uh But they tried to shoot him with his own gun, and he's like, there's no firing pin in this gun. And then it reveals taking the firing pin out it's in his hand, and he's going to pick the lock. Mm-hmm. And conveniently, at the same time, they're like, ha-ha, we're going to leave the dogs to sort him out because his gun doesn't work, so we have to give up on that idea. And then they leave him with the dogs. Yeah. And I think I heard you laugh at this point. Yeah, that was a <laughs> genuine good moment.
0: Uh, this was wait. one of the genuine, silly, fun moments of the <laughs> film where Liam Neeson backs up into the darkness as he's taken off his handcuffs and the two Rottweilers are going after him. second later, you see the two Rottweilers come out and they're handcuffed together by their uh, colours. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I liked it. That's one of the, I think, three goofy, silly scenes that I liked.
1: Yeah, so he escapes, then we get introduced to Bradley Cooper. I like Bradley Cooper in this film. He's very good, I find. Uh, he plays the part very well.
0: I thought he didn't give a shit. What? That's why he came across like so that. He's so
1: charming and, and nice for the whole thing.
0: Uh, no.
1: It's <laughs> just no. I thought
0: he was one of the worst. Really? Yeah. I thought he was not putting in anything.
1: I found him quite charming and at uh, the height of his, you know, charm. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley Cooperness. Yeah, exactly. I didn't. Okay.
0: His charm didn't work on me.
1: Fun fact about this. A guy called John Singleton was originally going to direct this film, and the original cast was Mel Gibson as Hannibal, Jim Carrey as Murdoch. This was a 90s film. Yeah. Christian Bale as Face, and B.A. Baracus would have been The Rock. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Oh, it's worth mentioning, by the way, I have not seen a single minute of the TV series The A-Team. Really? I've never seen it. Oh, my God. But for the part... That he looked like he was supposed to be playing, I think Bradley Cooper did it very well. We meet B.A. Barakas. He is driving a van.
0: He's driving the A-team van, the black one.
1: No, but first he fights for the van.
0: What? He fights with the
1: van? He fights, he doesn't fight with the van, he fights for the van. (laughs) (laughs) That's a film I would watch, (laughs) Mr. T versus van. That's what
0: real Mr. T would do.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he fights for the van, there's like a workshop, and his van's looking pretty, and then he leaves. And then Liam Neeson spots him in the desert, driving just randomly driving through the desert as you would... Yeah. In a van that you've just picked up from a high-end auto shop.
0: This was when my brain got fried a bit. This <laughs> scene, because there's so many things going on. I just gave up on writing notes. <laughs> because like, oh my God, like everything was wrong. Here's, here's my note, right? Okay. Weird Hannibal Baraka meet. Coincidence? Shooting? what
1: (laughs) Hannibal looks into the distance sees a van and then five seconds later he's next to the van yeah (laughs) he just sees standing in front of the van how he got in front of it who knows he's a member of the a-team he can do what he wants so he carjacks Baracus by shooting him in the arm to prove that he's serious and then they're friends
0: (laughs) what because he shows him his tattoo yeah, the the rangers, the army rangers. tattoo. it was just such a confusing scene. What? How did they find him? And do they know him each other already? And it was just very confusing. Like, no, they didn't know each other. Really. I, I know that after the fact, but during the scene, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck's happening?
1: Yeah, we can't be bothered to explain why these people meet, so we're just gonna have him drive through the desert, and there he is. Oh, yeah, look, there they are. Now they're friends. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. And then
0: shoots him, and then they're friends. Yeah. And I'm like, what? What happened?
1: They're tough men. They can get shot and still <laughs> like each other, uh,
0: This was when the headache started. <laughs>
1: you don't need this kind of, like, them meeting and interacting no. for the film to work.
0: No, and I've got a note, and I'll tell you when. Okay. There's a perfect starting point for this film. It's like a jack-in-the-box. You're just going to be like,
1: ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: There's a perfect starting point for this film, and it's not this. All these scenes are fucking unnecessary. From the script's point of view, they're trying to set up these characters and everything. But then there's a scene later on that does it perfectly neater, <laughs> nicer, and sets up the whole conflict as well at the same time. So this whole beginning of it, it, was just completely unnecessary.
1: Okay. I'm interested to see when that is. So now that they're friends, best friends for life, they, B.A. Barakas in his brand new shiny van that he loves, agrees to drive it into a gunfight. Yeah. Involving Bradley Cooper because Bradley Cooper is in a bunch of tires and he's about to be set on fire for sleeping with the general's wife. Bradley Cooper's in the tires and they push him over and kick him down a hill. <laughs> and he's like rolling down the hill in these tires. I quite like that. That's for me is the right level of silly.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I don't know. I think I was still confused from the previous scene. <laughs> trying to work out what's happening.
1: It's just not a complicated film. <laughs> you guys, like, well,
0: it is because...
1: You just have to take everything on face value. I think you've stopped to kind of like try and find meaning and reason behind these things. This isn't the film for that. It's a film about like, oh, look, that's happening now. Oh, look, that's happening now.
2: I can't do that.
1: <laughs> so they're trying to escape from Mexico. And to do that, they need to find a helicopter pilot. And they go to... Is it a regular hospital? Is it a psychiatric hospital? It's a regular hospital. It's a regular so,
0: hospital. Because want to treat Barakas' um, shot wound as well.
1: But they also go there to find Murdoch. Yeah. Murdoch is this kind of insane chopper pilot, or just a like pilot in general, who seems to know how to fly anything, played by Shalto Copley.
0: He was the best. Yeah, he's the best tackle in the bunch, or maybe the only good one, <laughs> from my perspective.
1: We get introduced by him because he's escaped from the ward and he's doing stitches on V.A. BA Baracus, and he doesn't know what he's doing, but he just he's doing it because he he finds it fun. Yeah, he does a pattern, right? He does a lightning bolt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hannibal recruits him to fly the helicopter. I really like this scene where drug lords or you know corrupt police or something showing up at the doorstep. And they're just arguing. Uh-huh. They're just like, does this guy? Who is this guy? What's going on? You're going to hire this guy? He's a freaking idiot. And he's like hanging from the rotors of the helicopter, <laughs> spinning around. <laughs> and hes even, I think he's even singing, you spin me right around. <laughs> and I really like this scene as well, because as they take off, they knock the air conditioning unit off the roof of the hospital. Oh, yeah. And it lands on the van. Because I really like that, because I thought, oh, it's the A-team van. That's going to be in it for the rest of the film. Oh, God. But no, they destroy it within the first like five minutes of the film. Would you like to take us through the ensuing helicopter chase scene?
0: He starts going straight up, right? Like nose up somehow with the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that's possible, but whatever. And then he cuts all engine and everything. Yeah. And that's how he evades rockets.
1: Yes. You missed a, a, a really important bit. Two really important bits.
0: That it's PlayStation 2 graphics. <laughs>
1: I don't think it was that bad. It's still better than um, The Flash.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That's your new low now. It is the new low. That's terrible. One, when he flips the helicopter, <laughs> he does a whole 360. And the second part is that is when BA almost falls out of the helicopter. Okay. And that's how he gets his fear of flying. Mm-hmm. It's an important bit.
0: <laughs> it's important for his important character.
1: Yeah, it's really important. That's where he gets his thing. I'm not getting on a plane. <laughs>
0: That's why he does this important bit of... Good sir, I will not get up that plane.
1: You have to have that in the film, because it's the famous, you know, Barack Barack Obama. (laughs) B.A. Baracus catchphrase. What did you think about B.A. Baracus having... Did you see his tattoos?
0: Oh yeah, that was cool. That was the only cool thing about him. (laughs) uh, Yeah, on his fist he says... uh, T fool. Yeah. That actor is no Mr. T. No. Doesn't have the charm and cool of Mr. T, alleged murderer Mr. T. He gets the worst, I don't know, character development. Yeah. If you want to call it that, of the four.
1: He goes on this really odd journey that I just, I yeah. didn't really think was necessary. Cool, so now they're all friends. They've done 80 successful missions and they're just sitting in, chilling in an army barracks. Mm-hmm. In... Iraq yes
0: which is one funny thing funny thing okay this text that come up and it says something like iraq withdrawal site and i'm like what we're still in iraq (laughs) (laughs) was this like just hopeful wish fulfillment
1: or what was this i think there was like a big withdrawal of troops i don't think there's as many troops and it shows Nissan, hannibal helping the local soldiers to train them and help them out and to Yeah, to put them back in charge of their own stuff.
0: Patrick Wilson is spying on them.
1: No, Patrick Wilson's in like the go tent, the info tent. Yeah. Patrick Wilson, by the way, is Lynch. Yeah. Patrick
0: Wilson, if you don't know, he's the main character from that movie where the moon is a serial killer. (laughs) 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 Moonfall. I forgot about that film. (laughs) I'll never forget about that film. It was one of the conceptions for this podcast as well. Probably. (laughs) I like him and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's very underrated.
1: I think he's better as a villain. He has a very punchable face.
0: Yeah, I think the opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he's he a, a very, very lovely li- face, lickable
2: face. Yeah, he's a,
0: yeah, I would lick his face. <laughs> <laughs> Episode two. He <12. laughs> <laughs> doesn't come off smug to me. He comes off as very average, okay. and maybe that's why he doesn't get like great parts because he's kind of like this blank slate of a person well uh, actors are anyway right (laughs) actors are like just
1: i think some actors are yeah i wouldn't call the rock a blank slate no but But, yeah i see what you mean professional
0: actors (laughs) (laughs) real actors real actors are just a blank page that you can put anything on you know yeah and then they just go home and just sit silently (laughs) and just look at their wall until they're called again by their agent
1: (laughs) <laughs> the guy from Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is where they, they're all in the tent, like the info tent, Was it called? HQ. Briefing. Briefing tent. tent? <laughs> Briefing yurt. <laughs> Very secure. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where we find out what's going on, really. What the MacGuffin is of the film and what we'll be doing for the next hour and a half. What they'll be doing for the next hour and a half is trying to find US dollar plates... Stolen by Saddam loyalists. Okay. <laughs> you sound I- like it was a surprise to you. <laughs> you watched the film. <laughs> I don't remember
0: Saddam getting name dropped. Did you say name dropped? Oh, I've written it
1: down. Okay. so I, guess I believe so. you. There's a US mint that can print money. Yeah. And they've taken the mint apart, but they've still got the plates. Yeah. If anyone with the plates can print US dollars, and therefore that's bad. This movie gets like a little bit every now and again, not political, but I think it has a few things to say because Lynch shows up and he orders Hannibal to stay out of Baghdad but he's wearing body armor the whole time and the good general is like, he's wearing body armor in the HQ, that tells you everything you need to know about the CIA because someone's going to shoot him (laughs) because nobody trusts the CIA um, because he's so untrustworthy.
0: Yeah, I wrote down weird mix of real world and fantasy Mm. a little bit, where there's, like, there's this elite group of soldiers, the Rangers, and then there's also, like, Afghanistan and, like, you know.
1: The Rangers are a real thing.
0: Not like this, surely.
1: Well, I think they're just, like, a highly specialised group. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it didn't need to be set in Baghdad during the fall of... So that you could have just made a, <laughs> made a country up. or
0: Yeah, it's a bit strange. You don't need to try this hard to be realistic while there's so many like silly things happening in your movie.
1: Yeah, I like that it suddenly stops to comment on what's kind of going on in the world, but at the same time, it's unnecessary. Yeah. Especially when they meet the Black Forest mercenary group, which would be the bad guys for the rest of the film. Black Forest gateau.
0: Where's the group? They like to eat black forest cakes,
1: (laughs) and then murder people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So when they first meet. The Black Forest Mercenary Group. Hannibal says to them, like, "Oh, what are you doing here? I thought you'd be busy installing a dictatorship or overthrowing a democracy." I don't know if that's a comment on world politics or just mercenary groups. It's
0: weird because it should be a comment on the CIA because they do that.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) it's got something to say because they've said it in this real-world environment. It's quite risky to comment on what's going on in the world, especially if it's kind of like a negative vibe towards American government agencies. Mm -hmm. I liked it. It was brave. Well, I don't want to say brave, but I am going to say brave because it's the only word I can think of.
0: The bravest thing you've ever heard. Um, I'm just trying to think of an analogy. It's like if in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they would say, April, you're being gender critical.
1: It'd be more like if the Ninja Turtles stopped to try and fix the homeless crisis in New York. (laughs) Yeah. Dora the
0: Explorer.
1: (laughs) Dora the Explorer stops the human trafficking ring. (laughs) Yeah.
0: like There's there's a weird clash in there for me. I like a cleaner split. I like my serious exploratory films, and I like my silly films, and I haven't met a film yet that successfully done both. (laughs) Okay. This movie has ADHD. (laughs) not just in the editing which we'll fucking get into everyone's constantly talking and things are constantly happening and things are constantly noisy Mm -hmm. it kind of took me out a little bit and contributed to my headache i think it felt to me like a michael bay kind of film but when michael bay likes things spinning and (laughs) and twirling he's, he's a visually busy guy yeah, This movie was an audio-busy movie, which is just constantly talking. There's not a single quiet moment in this film.
1: Does there need to be? I think it's quite a frenetic energy to it that works well. Especially in the scene we're at in the film, it kind of works. They're barbecuing or they're trying to find bits and pieces, and I think that's the point. All this chaos that's going on around them, and they can just sit there having a barbecue. To them, it's just normal when they always exist in that kind of crazy environments
0: i think part of the problem is that they don't seem to put emphasis on anything and that's why i got confused about the story because they talk about sorry and side bits as well at like the same tone and the same kind of frequency like blah, 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 cia oh my snake is here
2: uh...
1: again that's the point the point is that it's all in another day for them mm. then you know, having a stake is the same as them being framed by the CIA. <laughs>
0: yeah, you need to use your silence sometimes. It gives scenes more depth, if not depth, because it's a silly movie, more like grandiosity.
1: What I liked about this, well, it's hard to say like because it's quite distracting all of a sudden, but I like that they've tried to throw a few genres in the mix:
0: it's romantic comedy,
1: well, that as well,
0: period drama, period drama. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, it's like the heist. They, oh. they have a few heist moments. They're going around stealing bits of tech. But all of a sudden it becomes like, Ocean's Eleven.
0: That's very A-Team. That's, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it in a really long time, but every episode there's like a thing they have to do, and there's a plan, and then they kind of separate. Each one of them prepares something or gets something that's mm-hmm. useful, and that's like a little story of its own. Right. That felt very A-Team-ish. This is the exact point the movie should have started. Okay. Because all four characters, we meet them separately. We understand what they're about in these scenes. No, they don't meet each other for the first time ever, Mm -hmm. but that's fine. I think an audience will understand that they're a team and they're working together. And then this scene also sets up the main conflict, which hasn't happened so far yet. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah,
1: You'd have to change it a little bit. I think they're too separate at the minute. I don't think you would have got that they're a team just from this scene.
0: You totally would have got it. And Hannibal is like directing them. You're going to do this. And You're going to do that. And it was like a perfect setup for the beginning of the film. And it was a good heist. What was the point of the beginning?
1: I think the point of the beginning is people like me who have never seen the TV series.
0: But the TV series doesn't start with them meeting literally. You understand from the TV series that they're a team. It says it in the intro, to be fair.
1: (laughs) But but I don't know who B.O. Barakas is I don't know who Face and Hannibal are do
0: you need to see Barakas getting born getting (laughs) conceived to understand that he's a character and he's a human being
1: I think if you were going to start it anyway you'd start it at the hospital where he's born (laughs) (laughs) Um, 1977 when no when they fly out of the hospital in Hannibal's no, team before. No, I
0: don't think that's a perfect start. I think the perfect start is here, is the heist start. Each one of them do something, and is directing them. So you learn about all the characters, you learn that they're a team, you learn what they're doing, and you learn what the central conflict is.
1: Okay. I did find it a little bit silly, though, that they're planning this heist... And they've got this lit up table that they're planning the heist on. And he's got tiny little toy cars. <laughs> so he's pushing around with a stick.
0: I feel like even that's very A-Team. I feel like they had that. Yeah? Yeah. I'm saying all this and it's probably wrong. I'm just like, <laughs> it just feels right, you know. It's probably somewhere in my subconscious. Okay. It's calling out to me. And it's a
1: very successful mission. The- yeah, they get the plates back. And they lose them immediately. Yeah. (laughs) And they're
0: framed for uh, murder and they're fugitives. So, you know, what do you want to call a (laughs) A successful (laughs) mission?
1: But I really like this because you get to see all of the bits, the pieces, why they were stealing the things and why they were stealing the airbags because the airbags, are like they nail them onto the side of the container, which would float anyway, by the way, because it's a container full of air. But it's fine. You're going to put six small airbags on a large metal container. That makes it float. Fine. I like the bit where he's, they're going through the tunnel just before the end. And they're like, are you worried? I'm not worried. If I was worried, I'd be nailing myself to the container right now. And he's nailing himself to the container. <laughs> they get framed. The general's car, as they pull up to celebrate, gets blown up. The gatto people run off with the plates. The Black Forest gatto people run off yeah. with the plates. <laughs> they go to trial.
0: Yeah, they, they go, go, to go to trial. Oh yeah. So let's talk about the editing, right? Okay. Here's what I wrote down. <laughs> <coughs> Here's my statement. <laughs> on
1: yeah. the day of the twenty
0: fourth <laughs> of I just had a flashback as well to this fucking stupid scene. <laughs> Terrible editing. Fade to black twenty times. They fade to black <laughs> consecutively twenty times. To the point where it was starting to become like funny. Random freeze frames okay. on things. Random zoom ins. And the worst, this is what I thought you'd really notice, because this is like the most random, short attention span kind of thing. Oh, no, I think I know what you're about
1: to say. Go on. There's flashbacks. Flashbacks to five minutes to ago. To five minutes ago. Five <laughs> minutes <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly what I wrote as well. I said flashback to five minutes ago. Dan's going to hate this. <laughs> what the fuck, man? They don't just do it here either. They do it no. like three or four times in the film. Three
0: times I wrote that. <laughs> three times they do a flashback that happened five minutes ago oh, I'm glad you noticed that because that was fucking
1: like fair enough if you three quarters of the way through the film something happened at the start of the film okay maybe yeah. a little flashback but it literally happened like five minutes <laughs> yeah. before God. I didn't understand in this bit as well they kept cutting in scenes of Hannibal at the general's funeral in the rain surely he just got arrested <laughs> <laughs> on site and therefore went to trial. What did they do? Let him out for the funeral on his own? Yeah. <laughs> says, hope you come back now. Make sure you back here for your trial, please.
0: Here's the person you allegedly murdered <laughs> in funeral.
1: <laughs> in classic good movie fashion, we have a title card that says six months later. Yeah. And they're all in prison, various yes. prisons. Talk to me about this scene and how Hannibal... He's in prison, but he's got lots of information. And Lynch goes to see him. And what do you remember?
0: Um, I remember his terrible American accent that was barely keeping
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> so Lynch shows up with a really fuzzy picture because they're trying to find the Black Forest gatto leader. Yeah. Um, who is Pike. And there's like, here he is with this anonymous arab guy and it's a really blurry picture no one else in the world has got this and then hannibal takes out a picture it's the same picture but it's like high quality (laughs) (laughs) and he's like how did you get that he's like i'm good give me five minutes i'm good give me a day i'm great give me six months and i'm unbeatable
0: give me 30 years (laughs) i'm (laughs) god
1: hannibal escapes first he fakes his death lynch gives him a cigar that slows his heart rate down to nothing and he's in the process of getting incinerated when he wakes up and <laughs> Dan's got his head in his hands, crying. <laughs>
0: I'm crying laughter with mania.
1: I really like in this bit as well they visit Face in prison and he's just there in a bathrobe and he's got like the towel on his head it's basically a spa for him because he keeps doing people's favors and keeps like making friends with everyone got like a big screen tv (laughs) and a a tanning bed i think that's how they get him out as well they strap him inside the tanning bed Mm -hmm. and wheel it out of the prison
0: That would be funny if the tanning bed was like, kept being on. And then they open it, it just (laughs)
1: ashes. (laughs) How do they get Mr. T out of jail? Not Mr. T. I'm not going to
0: call that guy Mr. T. No, how
1: do they get Barakas out of jail? Oh, prison transport. He's on a bus and the license plate says, go to back now or something. Yeah. So he goes to the back and they shoot like a harpoon through Mm -hmm. the door. And then he grabs onto the door and slides away, riding the door to safety.
0: But the most ridiculous is yet to come
1: yeah (laughs) cool right so i have some fun facts about this this is where they break out murdoch from a german psychiatric hospital yes he gets a parcel from annabelle smith as in hannibal smith and it's a movie completely pointless by the way because at no point is that necessary no and they were wearing 3d glasses and the 18 theme starts playing yeah so are you ready for this Some fun facts did you read the credits of the film they're watching did you read the credits of the film? No. So the first name that comes up in the film that they're watching, it's starring Reginald Barclay. Oh, yeah, okay. Reginald Barclay is a character in Star Trek played by Dwight Schwartz, who is the original Murdoch. The next credit reads Thomas Banach... So George Peppard, who played the original Hannibal, also played an investigator, Thomas Banachek as well. The last one is G.F. Starbuck. So Dirk Benedict played Face and played Lieutenant Starbuck in Battlestar Galactica. Okay. That's quite cool. Yeah. Especially Barclay. Barclay was one of my favourite characters in Star Trek. As it should be. (laughs) So they're all wearing 3D glasses and there's a truck driving up to the camera in the film while these credits are playing. And as the car gets to the camera, a truck drives through the wall. The same truck. The (laughs) same model. (laughs) The same truck drives through the wall to rescue Murdoch. And because it's a psychiatric hospital, everyone's like, oh my god, it's so 3D, it's amazing. And they don't know what's going on. Jessica Biel's there as well, and she's trying to stop him, and they drive away in their truck together.
0: (laughs) face i've got an idea let's send a 3d movie <laughs> of us and the same truck to this german psychiatric hospital let's time it to the time
1: it comes on <laughs> we don't know when they're gonna start watching this film and <laughs> no point to say we're gonna line that we have to find out <laughs> we have to find out when the post gets delivered yeah. how long it's going to take for him to start a film
0: I want to watch a film about them planning a mission to make this happen <laughs> <laughs> of how this happened This is needs explanation I didn't see it coming no, I didn't see it coming because <laughs> <laughs> it was really fucking stupid <laughs> I guess you got me there
1: <laughs> so now they are trying to find Pike so they've been basically recruited by the CIA operative to find Pike and the plates and get them back this is one of my favourite scenes, and it's the reason I love this film so much. It's when they steal a plane. I love how they steal the plane, by the way. Oh, yeah. We- hey, guys, we're badass rangers. We're taking this plane, and the people on the plane are like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they take off in this plane, and almost immediately start getting attacked by drones from the US military. hmm Who's leading this attack at the moment? It's Jessica Biel.
0: Yeah. I wanted to mention that, yeah, her name is Sosa. Sosa, yeah. I kept hearing Sosa. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought she was General Soso <laughs> they couldn't bother to come up with a name. I'm like General Soso, General Whatever.
1: <laughs> the plane's on fire, and the plane is about to get hit by missiles. They can't turn off the engines this time to to stop the heat-seeking missiles. So what they do is they jump in the tank that's on board. So it's a parachuting tank for dropping into places. Yeah, I'd like to think they'd done some research into this. I really do, because at this point, Face asks Hannibal a question. He's like, "We're under seven thousand feet, right? That means the guns work." Do you reckon they actually researched that? No. Yeah, so he busts open the top of the tank and he starts using the machine gun on the tank to shoot the drones. There's three drones. He heroically shoots one, but as he shoots it, takes out two of the three parachutes from the tank, and they start flying down to earth yeah in a very dangerous way they come to this really good idea because there's a lake not too far away and so they um swing the turret 90 degrees so it's pointing sideways and they start shooting sideways and this is one of my favorite parts of movie history (laughs) now i don't know because the guy says oh my god are they trying to shoot the drones now i don't know if this is kind of like a really well-acted line of dialogue. Or it's Jessica Biel wondering what the fuck she's doing with her <laughs> life. <laughs> her reply is, no, they're trying to fly the tank. <laughs> 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 it's amazing. It's just the best line of dialogue. They're trying to fly the tank.
0: Yeah, that's pretty silly. <laughs> fun. A bad CGI took me
1: out little bit. It's still not as bad as The Flash.
0: I think by the time the turret turns around 90 degrees, you're already on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Because those those are things that are fucking slow.
1: And then it's a completely unnecessary scene where there's like this old couple and one's on a lake fishing with dynamite. (laughs) It's cheating. You can't use dynamite to tomorrow. And then a tank just comes (laughs) careening out the sky and lands in the lake. (laughs) And the grandma smiles. Yeah. (laughs) Haha, <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> My husband's finally dead. I've been
0: waiting for this woman for 50 years. It was silly fun. Good. I'm I glad you thought so. You approve? I Aye. approve. I approve. I wish the whole movie was like this.
1: I think it would have been too silly if the whole movie was like this.
0: That's our main disagreement, I guess. Because okay. I think it should have been too silly.
1: Okay. I think you, if you double down on the silly, you, you end up with Fast and the Furious, which was too ridiculous. No, That's... because
0: they're they're also not quite self-aware and trying to be serious, but they're so stupid that they don't understand. That's kind of a different category. <laughs> I, I
1: think it is. I think, I think they. I it... think percentage of silly is the difference between the A team and the Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious is 90% silly, whereas A team is like 60 to 70%, and therefore there's enough film in there to make it. Okay.
0: I think one consideration you don't put in is the, how the creators are, are aware of it.
1: I don't think it matters, because to me, I don't know what people's intentions were. I, to be fair, you're guessing what the creators' intentions were.
0: You can tell the difference by the creators' awareness, and it does make a difference, to me anyway, because, so let's use the example of The Room or Sharknado. The Room is a genuinely made film, Right. That, that was made badly, so people made fun of it. Yeah, Sharknado is an unpurposely made silly film that they try to make bad. Yeah, And that's why it doesn't work. And then you are kind of subconsciously aware of the makings of it. And the difference between Fast and Furious and this is that in Fast and Furious, you can just tell that they don't think they're making a silly film.
1: I disagree. I think they would sit down and be like, what's the craziest thing we can do? And they're sitting down and they're thinking, it doesn't matter if it defies physics, it doesn't matter if it, it doesn't make sense, but what's the craziest thing we can do?
0: What's the craziest thing to do is the different thing than what's the silliest thing we can do. I think
1: it's the same.
0: I think a team, a team, was a bunch of smarter people who were aware of what is silly and what is not. And then they tried to keep things kind of in the middle right if there's a silly scene where a tank shoots missiles to land we have to put in afghanistan right <laughs> you know like they they try to balance it
1: fair enough i don't know like i said i think you're still kind of guessing what the intention is. it is
0: but i can just tell
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we have another heist scene i think there's three major heist scenes in this film the one at the start The one now when they go after Pike and one at the end. I think you could have just cut one of them out. Oh yeah. You didn't need this elaborate build up to them shooting at Pike and stealing the plates from the Arab guy.
0: Yeah. By the way, I called the Arab guy. Did you? Yeah. Arab's going to be someone in disguise. I didn't say specifically, but I had in mind that there's going to be that general who died Hey, what gave it away? If they were going to do a new character, they wouldn't just call it the Arab. And they wouldn't be, like, just very
1: far away shots. I think they say earlier in the film, there's this unknown person that oh, just yeah. came <laughs> up on the scene three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: after that guy died. How weird. <laughs> what a coincidence.
1: They kidnap the general. Yes. And they take him back to the seaside resort. Yeah. This is an abandoned factory somewhere
0: they give him dignity and they don't take off his terrible wig that is supposed <laughs> to be his hair
1: it cuts to lynch who wants the plates they're trying to set him up but lynch is also trying to now kill them to get the plates back and so so lieutenant so so she was demoted <laughs> yes she was. what's her name uh <laughs> yeah uh she has like a side plot where she gets demoted and then promoted and then she helps the a team out don't know. It's not really necessary. Patrick Wilson. Again, like, there's this bit that always sticks out to me in this film, and I don't know why, is when Lynch is in the car and he's talking to like the guys and he's like, right, can you kill them? And then get me my goddamn plates back. <laughs> I like that.
0: So he was, yeah, it was like chewing the scenery.
1: Yeah. I don't know why that sticks out to me, but it always does. Well,
0: it, it does because he's mostly straight faced other mm. than that. So of course it does. At that point, he became aware of what kind of movie he's in. <laughs> right, right, right at that second.
1: I actually like this whole scene to be fair, because they've captured Pike in the CAA car. And there's a guy next to him who's going to shoot him. And he keeps fumbling the gun. And he keeps like dropping the silencer. And Pike's like, oh my god, don't <laughs> let this guy shoot me. God, this guy's an idiot. Like, why, why are we doing this? And they're having like an argument in the car. Like, can you do it? Come on, man. Just sort the gun out. Have you ever used a gun before? <laughs> it's just a bunch of idiots in a car. So they try to recruit So-So into their plan. Yeah. Into their final plan at the end. And he talks to her in a photo booth. And they almost kiss oh yeah yes and yeah it's like 10 minutes later when she gone to her bosses and she's trying to defend the a-team and she thinks about it and it flashes back to the photo like (laughs) from five minutes ago
0: i don't know what they were thinking
1: since they have picked up ba barakas we have found out that he has taken a vow of non-violence yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It is what I call the X-Men Origins Wolverine-Deadpool uh, syndrome. Right. But Deathpool in X-Men Origins, again, another film is like, I oh, can't be too silly. Deadpool makes one joke at the beginning of the film, and then they saw his uh, mouth shut for the rest of the film. You rob the character from his signature thing. But the problem is that this is not like character exploration movie. <laughs> cool for a drama, but... It's supposed to be a fun, silly movie, and you rob the character of his ability. is kind of pointless.
1: Especially as you know by the end, oh, you've taken a vow of non-violence. I give that 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but this is also a example of they're trying to adjust from silly to serious, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should put in some like, non-violence thing, and then they give it to the wrong person. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and they go from that, to a scene where they're at the airport and they've swapped passports by accident. B. A. Barakas is dressed in like traditional African gear and Murdoch has a skull cap. He's he's meant to be Jewish. And they've swapped passports. Yeah. And, you know, hilarity ensues.
0: Yeah, I was more confused at that scene. I'm like, don't they see the picture? Yeah. Like
1: (laughs) But I think the picture was in the wrong passport.
0: Oh, uh, okay. That didn't come on. And they've just kind of
1: like looked at the passport and gone, yeah, that's fine. So now they're on a boat, and it gets a bit weird because they completely tool up for this final fight scene. And my note here is what boat are they on? <laughs> like, there's guns, and there's fireworks, and there's everything you need to wage a war. And where's the crew? <laughs>
0: There's another weird thing about it. They're in Germany. There's that really large, like hauling containers in Germany.
1: Isn't Germany landlocked? Yeah, Germany is landlocked. How do they not know they're there? They're building like giant fucking weapons and fireworks and cranes and cars and. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a weird stopping point here. We found out that Baracus has taken a vow of celibacy. <laughs> Or <laughs> <wrote a> misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> and like they sit there quoting Gandhi <laughs> for some reason. I mean, at this point, you're right. Stig was silly. Yeah. Don't try and drop in this serious character development. <laughs> like nonsense. It's so different from the next scene. Mm-hmm. Which is containers being craned oh, God, around, like <laughs> in a free card Monty type. That's
0: where I lost it. I think it just my brain broke, and I'm like, "It's great, <laughs> whatever, just bring anything."
1: They explain it, and he's like, "How do you fool a guy like Lynch? Mm-hmm. Distraction, something."
0: Yeah, they do the, you know, the three cups and a ball. Yeah, yeah.
1: But then when they're doing it with the actual containers, it flashes back again. It's like, how do you distract a guy like Lynch? Distraction, dicks. Five minute flashbacks.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I wrote down, it's a plan so complicated, it wouldn't work in any scenario whatsoever. There's There's too many steps, you know. You want a simple plan where nothing can go wrong.
1: So the whole plan is to get lynch to incriminate himself yeah even though the general died in the drone explosion (laughs) they are pretending he's still alive and they've got murdoch dressed up as the general with a bag over his head yes so lynch goes and shoots what he thinks is the general in the head but the head thing is kevlar Mm -hmm. molded to a head shape
0: yeah, I thought that was, like, straight from Iron Man when they making that making that. Oh, yeah, I did as yeah, well. You did, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because he's like, he's, like, holding up this very cylindrical object. It looks like the first Iron Man. So he... Yeah,
1: especially the way he puts it
2: on yeah. the desk is yeah. well, the same
0: thing. <laughs> I've got a plan.
2: <laughs>
0: so many things could have gone wrong. What if he doesn't shoot him in the head? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> That's always the problem with all of the cop shows and films. Everyone's always wearing bulletproof vests, and they get shot in the chest. Yeah, and now soldier. it's the opposite. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and then while all this is happening, containers, Commodore 64 graphics, the, they run out, <laughs> out of budget or falling around like fucking snow. It's just like so many <laughs> containers blowing up and everything. More money was wasted with the shipping containers than the actual price would have been. <laughs> I hear so much destruction.
1: he's revealed as the bad guy this is the bit that didn't make sense to me as well you don't come to these films for sense but Lynch shoots the general air quotes in the head and then the crate that they're in the lid of it gets lifted up (laughs) what because <laughs> it was on the ship that blew up and all the crates fell off no way you'd be able to find that exact one they're in tie the cables to it and then lift it up and also shipping containers have bottoms <laughs> they don't they're not just lids
0: also because we follow Lynch in the maze of the shipping containers as he's going around for like five minutes but two minutes later they lift up this shipping container all of a sudden they're surrounded by SWAT members (laughs) I was like where were they but they was more like walking around in the maze of uh, the shipping containers
1: so hurrah the bad guys have lost and now the fallout comes they're all standing on the tarmac they've won and then John Hamm shows up yeah my note is John Hamm is the new Lynch sequel that never happened Yeah. Because they were clearly setting him up to be the bad guy in the next film. He's the
0: brother of Lynch or something? No. What? 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 Because they talk about he's Patrick Wilson's brother.
1: No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah, earlier in the film.
1: No. What? You missed the whole point of the Lynch (laughs) thing. (laughs) I guess I did. So the idea of Lynch is that Lynch isn't a person. Lynch is like a fake name the CIA give to people to pretend to be someone else so in the CEI you will never know someone's real name
0: now I understand these films then (laughs) (laughs) David Lynch (laughs)
1: because they even say his name at the very end of the film when he gets arrested like hey Patrick Bamford or whatever it is you're under arrest and it's like did you use my real name (gasps) and that's like the running thing because the new guy is like yeah I'm Lynch and they're like because he's a new bad guy I like to think that there was a bad guy called Lynch in the A-Team and at some point he was recast Mm mm-hmm that's them kind of like, ah, Lynch isn't the name of a character, mm. it's the name of the CAA guy. That's why he's Doctor changed his Who's face. scenario. Yeah, exactly. The
0: A-Team intro music starts playing from the, from the TV, t- TV yeah, yeah. series but it doesn't play all the way that's well, so disappointing it just goes and that sums up the whole movie for me which is
1: oh we're a little bit silly now it's serious Yeah. I feel like that song's silly enough to, make, to keep <laughs> well, it silly
0: it is now in 2010 they might have took it seriously it's a silly movie just play the fucking theme come on <laughs>
1: What did you think about the post credit scene?
0: It was fun. I guess the Murdoch one was funny.
1: Yeah, I like the Murdoch one.
0: Yeah, I guess the other two, one is jailed, right? Well, jailed at the time. Yeah. Mr. T, at which we looked up and allegedly murdered someone. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, i never heard that before. No, I, and that's
1: the other thing as well, because neither of us have heard of him going to prison before. Yeah, Like, we're, I think allegedly is the is the right thing to say.
0: Okay, and I guess Hannibal's actor died?
1: I guess so. So, I have a fun fact yeah. about this cameo. Dirk Benedict, who played Face, mm-hmm. he stated in interviews that he regretted making the cameo and refused to watch the film. Wow! Why is he so salty? I have no idea. Maybe because it did badly. He just wanted to separate himself from it. Excellent. So, end of the film. Yeah. I'm going to push you for a rating <sighs> out of ten.
0: You have to specify because <laughs> I'll come up with something silly. Four. Four. Oh, it could have been a five or six. Was the editing? Okay. just So bad. <laughs> It makes all the scenes worse.
1: I just, I never noticed the editing.
0: Well, now you did because of the five minute flashbacks. But that was... Well, that's, yeah, that's not... That is editing.
1: That is editing, but it's mostly like plot. I think that would be in the script. No. Like flashback to five minutes ago. That's editing. I genuinely thought you might like this film for its silliness. I I had
0: moments (laughs) where I was getting there. Yeah.
1: yeah. But it was just like... kept. (laughs) You, You had moments you were getting there, but you couldn't quite complete. You couldn't quite finish
0: no. Yeah, as I said, I would have liked it to be more silly, less of this serious shit, and edited like a normal movie, and not like a fucking... Erratic
1: ADHD kid. Yeah. Play it with an editing machine.
0: Yeah, like a toddler. Like a toddler that just ate 15 sugar cubes, edited this movie.
1: Excellent. So, you have to recommend a film?
0: Everything we watched so far was from my recommendations is like a menagerie of things I like weirdo films sci-fi films horror films weird animations when they play with the style mm-hmm. and there's one genre we haven't seen yet which is the terrible B movie or terrible Z movie in this case <laughs> we're going to watch I'm scared. <laughs> we're going to watch a Samurai Cop Samurai Cop Samurai Cop <laughs>
1: Samurai COP oh okay
0: Oh. I'll tell you the whole uh, the whole reason this
1: movie is. <laughs> just tell me the whole plot, and then we just skip to the next episode. <laughs>
0: oh, what well, I mean is, like, I could just say the synopsis, but it doesn't give it justice. The true describing of this movie is, Iranian man goes to America, watches Lethal Weapon once, remembers it badly, and makes a remake of it. Oh my God. <laughs> that is correct.
1: Can well, I-, I look forward to it. <laughs> Awesome. Well, look forward to that on the next episode of I Hate Your Movie. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and most importantly share. Appreciate you listening.
0: Yeah, go to patreon.com slash I hate your movie for bonus episodes for one dollar or one pound a month. We do every one every other week.
1: Yep. Excellent. Thank you very much and see you next time.
0: Thank you. Bye. Ten years ago a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum
2: security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find
0: them, maybe you can hire the A-Team.